Ladies and gentlemen, the Hold Up Podcast. Hold up. Not good. I wasted my good ones. That's <laughs> okay, it. so, yeah, that was the third one of the evening. It doesn't usually happen that many times. Normally, it's just one and done. Normally, it is a one and done situation per episode. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just not today. And uh, The first two you were feeling, third one, not so much. Not so much. Uh, so, anyway, uh, today on the pod, we have Kirsten Beck from Northampton, Mass., Welcome to the show. Thank thanks, you. thanks for joining us. Thank you, and you're welcome. Thanks for giving me this opportunity. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna break down some things that you really liked um, as a kid, maybe that you still do like. Um, but like before we get into the specifics, uh, we'd love to like paint a picture of the type of things that you like to watch or music you like to listen to growing up. Did you spend a lot of time indoors, video games, outdoors, like, you know, playing in the neighborhood? How did, how did you spend your free time as a kid? I say it was pretty balanced. Um, lots of time indoors and outdoors. Um, I specifically remember watching a lot of cartoons Saturday morning. Huge. What mm-hmm. kind of cartoons were you watching on Saturday morning? Were you so, like, Definitely recess. Every weekend, recess was on. Because that was part of the the one Saturday morning block, right? From ABC. Yes. Yes. Was it ABC? Yeah, it was ABC. One Saturday morning. Yeah, it was. It was recess. It was the Weekenders. It was Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann. Yep. Yes. Sabrina the Teenage Witch yep. cartoon. Yep. Yep. And then was there Brace Face? I don't know if that was this. I don't know if that was that block. There was a brace face show, but I don't know if it was this block. She had powers and her braces. She... I remember brace face. Yeah, it was Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, uh, she voiced brace face. Yeah, brace face. That yeah. But I remember watching that on ABC Kids, which like was also the same sort of like programming block as Disney's One Saturday Morning. I think it started as just like a Saturday morning thing, and then like cable channels were blowing up that they ended up like Disney Channel, and then there was like ABC Kids or. D- Discovery Kids, it sort of morphed a couple times, but it had had all of those shows at one point, I think. Yeah, for sure. And it's all Disney stuff, basically. It's all a subset of Disney, so. Yeah. And- yeah, so you said it. I mean, recess. But to me, every Saturday morning, I watched this, like, all this stuff, and I ate cereal. That was such, like, a, a Saturday morning memory for me as a kid, and my parents probably hated it because I was just in the way watching dumb TV that they didn't care about and, like, not doing my chores. Exactly. And I also remember early morning during the weekdays watching some version of Aladdin. Do you guys remember that? It was on Disney Channel. Yep. Like, early morning. It was morning a show, time. wasn't there? Yeah, they, they made all the all the movies back then, like Aladdin, uh, Ariel, um, they yeah. all had, oh, yeah. they all had like a TV series. I don't know how many seasons they went, but I definitely watched the Aladdin one and the, uh, a Little Mermaid. Not Ariel. I watched both of yeah, those. Yeah, that's that's weird as hell to think about now. Like, isn't that weird? Yeah, it was at like I think it was at six a.m. I was all excited because I would get up, I would see my dad before he was off to work, talk to him while he was drinking his coffee, and I would get to watch cartoons before school for a little bit. Didn't happen often, but when I happened to just wake up early enough and I felt good, I was excited to be watching cartoons before school. So, Kirsten, I know you are the youngest of three sisters. 
Did you feel that like you had to be up that early in order to get your time with the TV or like the second one of your sisters gets up? Is it like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter what Kirsten's watching. We take over. Well, I remember. So my oldest sister, she's six years older than me. So I remember she would get up really early and she'd be in the shower, like washing her hair and then like drying her hair and all that. So I wasn't worried about her hogging the TV actually come to think of it I think some mornings when I would watch cartoons it would be I would hear her getting up in the hallway and going to the bathroom then I would wake up couldn't get back to sleep and I would say hey I can watch cartoons downstairs yeah I I remember like that's why I got I used to get up very early as a kid because that was like my time to go find tv that I wanted to watch that like would be uninterrupted and I could just like what I like and watch it. I don't know. Did you uh, ever have that, John? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it almost and it almost feels like you're like cheating the system, even though you're not. Right. You're just like waking up early, but you feel like you're getting away with something because you're getting to watch like you're getting to watch TV before school. You know, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone else was too busy in their adult routines to like yeah. hair because I was like, well, I don't have to do my hair. I don't have to do my makeup. Like, I just have to put on clothes and go. So I'm just going to take my sweet time watching cartoons until the last minute. Heck, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I, I oh, remember, sorry. Sorry. No, I, I used to, uh, as a kid, I used to time time things out. Like, before I, like, really had a good concept of time, I would time things out based on, like, TV shows, you know? So, like, if something was an hour and a half away, to me that was, like, three a three-episode block on, like, Nickelodeon. So it'd be like, oh, it'd be like a, two two Rugrats and a Rocco's. That's that's how long until dinner or whatever, you know. And that's how I would split split things up like, as a kid. I did it was the same exact thing in the morning thing. before school. Like, can I? What can I get in? Two episodes of Full House. I remember Full House being on all the time. Full House was on a lot. I also remember for like Nickelodeon, Ren and Stimpy. I remember my parents yep. didn't like us watching that show. They said it was inappropriate, but I don't remember why. They just said it was gross, and it was. It's bad. pretty gross. Yeah. I'm not very a fan. visceral, very gross. Yeah. yeah, I love it, but it is gross. Yeah, I don't remember much about it. I loved it, but I I don't. Yeah, it's so cool. It. Yeah. There, uh, did you see Ren and Stimpy got picked up by Comedy Central? Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah, this week. Hmm. Um, very exciting news. We'll have to talk about it more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kirsten, when you were we so. You um, used to watch Saturday morning cartoons, like, for, for, um, you watch Recess at that time, or did you watch Recess during the week? I would watch Recess. I specifically remember watching it on Saturday morning. Was it on during the week? I, you know, I don't, I don't know, because as John was saying, all the cable channels got their own, they, there was, there's all these channels now. So I recall for a period of time, and I couldn't tell you what grade it was, but like that was my morning show for a while was recess. Yeah. Um, it was like at it on at seven. So I got to eat my cereal and watch an episode of recess. And then when it was over, we had to leave. And so I just remember seeing a lot of recess during the week too, but I, I couldn't tell you how old I was at that time. Right. Yeah. So it, it came out in 1997. It originally, all like the first runs of every episode was on one Saturday morning, ABC. Like those are the premieres. Yep. But then it was also on UPN and it was also on Toon Disney. So 
you know, it ran from 97 to 2001. So after a certain amount of time, it like went into syndication and it was on like other channels in the morning, you know, like throughout its running. So I think it's a possibility that you could have seen it during the week, but the weekend ones were like the important ones. Right. Cause they were the non reruns. It was new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. UPN, man, they used to get like kind of all the weird shit, like, so that's what yeah. I, I would get up early on Saturdays and Sundays because UPN would air Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, which was like a show I absolutely loved as a kid. And I, I, I didn't even like really know what it was. I just, I seemed to get up early and then it was on and, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this now. Like, I don't, you know, who the heck knows what it was, but it, that was the best. It was the best time, you know, to be up that early and it was your time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, go uh, ahead, Justin. Gonna, I was going to say, no, go oh. ahead, Kirsten. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to just say, Toon Disney, was that like a special channel for a certain cable package? It was. It was a special channel, and it was like, after Disney got huge, they wanted their own channel to just play the cartoons on. So uh, it started in um, t- 1998, and then to 2011 was officially when it closed. So wow. decent, decent run there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like th- that was like when they got to also have like that, those uh, Disney XD, which was like all of those like yes. Um, yes. special like action blocks of like, I, I don't even know what it was. It was like Darkwing Duck and um, just more like, oh, Gargoyles was yep. on that. It was like, was like kind of all those older shows I had seen just like on TV after school and they had like a dedicated place now because they had kind of disappeared for a while. But then like I also got too old and stopped watching that time block. But Yeah, a lot of stuff on. all. The, so yeah, this I guess, Kirsten, do you, re, you remember it specifically as a Saturday morning show, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And did you, like, eat breakfast with it? Were you sharing the experience, or were you just watching all alone? Um, I remember sometimes my sister Elise sitting on the couch with me. Very rarely, my older sister would maybe be in the kitchen making breakfast. I don't really remember her sitting down and watching much of the show, but Elise and I would watch it. And I feel like I remember mostly me watching it. People would be in the kitchen, but it would be me on the couch watching the recess. And like, so uh, we're all sort of familiar with recess, but could you give a brief synopsis of like what the show is about? Sort of the cast of characters that we have a, a, a sort of elevator pitch, if you will. Yes. So it's an eclectic group. It's kind of like um, the kid version of the breakfast club a little bit. In, in Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 So there's, um, TJ is the major character, and he's kind of just like a smooth talker. And then there's Mikey. He's like a big guy. He's like a poetic guy. There's Gretchen. She's like the the geeky girl, super smart, has all these random facts. There's Benelli. She kind of has like a smoker's voice, but like in a young girl form. Like they're not supposed yeah. to have smoker's voices, but she somehow does. Um, <laughs> and then... Am I missing anyone? They, Gus. Oh, Gus. Gus is Gus. the new kid. He's well, the new he was, kid. Like, he was introduced as the new kid when the series came out. Uh, right. Yeah. And then oh, and Vince. 
Oh yes, I can't forget Vince. Vince is the athlete. Um, yeah, so that that's the whole crew, the main crew, and then there's some other characters in there. There's like the Bob's, like the king of the playground. Oh yes, of course, King yeah. Bob. Yeah, King Bob. There's the Ashleys. There's um, Randall the Snitch. There's yep. um, Miss Grokey, the teacher. Oh yeah. And then she was so funny. Uh, she had sh- uh, non-shaved legs. You, they made a point because mm-hmm. she was such a hippie character. Just, yeah, she thinks outside the box. God forbid she thinks outside the box. They have to give her not. They have to give her non-smooth legs. Unbelievable. It was just quite the like to go out of the way to like demonstrate that. I thought that was like a very right. uh, interesting thing that the animators did. But, yeah, for a kid show, it is a funny choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like a total hippie lady for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and Miss Finster. The, I don't think we mentioned yeah. Miss Finster. Finster. That's what I was going to say. Yes, Miss Finster. She's like the kind of like the drill sergeant y older lady. She actually reminds me a lot of a gym teacher I had in elementary school. Very intimidating lady, older lady, very mean. I think she made me cry when I was in kindergarten as a gym teacher. That's unbelievable. It's, gym, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had to. They had to get my mom. My mom was working at the school at the PTO, and my mom had to come get me because I was crying in gym class. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like so that's, that's who I visualize. Is that um, what's her name? What did we say? What? Finster, Miss Finster. Finster. Yeah. Finster. Yeah, Randall and Randall loves her. Yeah, he's like the snitch. Yeah, and he right. looks. He looks like a snitch. He's got scoliosis and everything. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he's such, he's so, yeah, he looks like Igor from Frankenstein. Yeah. So you have these characters. I mean, like, what, like, what would you say, like, they do every episode, right? They, they, so from what I remember and from what I've seen recently, they start out with, like, the kids in class having a lesson, like, coming to the end of the lesson and then getting out for recess. And, like, the recess, period is where the whole show happens right so it's them doing just like different miscellaneous things that you could think of for this kind of a cartoon show different um different you know synopsis yeah a bunch of shenanigans yeah it's just shenanigans on the recess on the on the schoolyard shenanigans Yeah. yeah yeah i never really realized that as a kid and I, this is this is going to make me sound so stupid. The name of the show is Recess. I always thought it was like a mix of their sort of like third grade. What are they, third grade? They're fourth, fourth grade? graders. Mm-hmm. Fourth grade. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always thought it was a mix of just like fourth grade, but no, it's Kirsten nailed it. The They always, the open is them like closing, closing a, a lesson. And then they're like, well, it's time for recess. And then they just get into something. And usually try to, it ties back to their lesson. Yes. yes it ties back to the lesson um, there is a learning there is a learning moment and yeah there's this there's this sort of supporting cast of characters like king bob and all these other people that are on the playground all well, the time the ashley's yeah you have king bob the ashley's guru kid they, they, everyone's a kid you have the digger kids yes. you have upside right. down girl corn chip girl King girl swing girl swing girl the kindergartners are the savages they like they're just out of control they're all just dressed like you know, I don't know. I love that. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's like super entertaining um you know it reminds me of like i guess breakfast club or even like mean girls a bit with the the idea of clicks because it's yeah, like very clicky everyone is a group everyone is a kid um no one is like normal no one has their own but like i actually like that no i sort of feel like it's unfair that tj and his crew none of them have nicknames they're not kids to anyone else like they should be some kind of oh hey it's you know spinelli right like she's like the fighter kid she should be fighter kid or something and it's Gus always is like those guys and then then like i feel like hey it's them like the other kids that have like little clicks and stuff will be like oh those guys and then you know but you're right they don't have their own click i feel like it's almost like all the kids who didn't particularly fit into one certain click all became friends with each other and formed this eclectic group yeah they are eclectic. they are breakfast club is a good way of putting it honestly it really is because they're just from a different bunch of different work, walks of life. And I think the reason that they don't have names and stuff, be, it's because it's basically, it's from their perspective. Right. Like, TJ is sort of the, the narrator, mm-hmm. and it all, you know, so he's he's not giving these other kids the time of day to, like, learn their real names. He's just like, oh, they're the digger kids. Right, right. Yeah, kind of, like, yeah. kind of fucked up. You know, like, maybe... Sure. Maybe it's just they all have the nicknames because it's like the group that we're watching is giving them the nicknames. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, like, you know, I really like that Ashley's group, though. I think <laughs> the Ashleys. It's like the movie yeah, so Heather's, right? Because Heather, that's another. Yes. Yeah. I'm making all these pairs like Heather's films in recess. Do you remember uh, who the fifth Ashley is? No. Ashley S. Oh, it's Spinelli. Yeah. Spinelli. She goes yeah, through good four, episode. four years of hiding that her name is Ashley so that she doesn't have to join their group, which is so funny that like she just has to become an Ashley if that's yeah, that's so good. If that's her name, they're like, and then they wanted her too. It's all coming back now. They wanted her. They wanted to make her like give her a makeover, make her girly. And yes. <laughs> yeah. Take her hat off. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I loved this show growing up. I don't know about you guys. Seems like Kirsten, you watch it all the time. Um, I know my parents liked it. Like I, I remember they like kind of enjoyed watching this show too, for whatever reason, like in my head, there's memories of them kind of chuckling at different things. And I, I want to mention this show to your parents and neither of them remember it. I'm sure they wouldn't now, but it was on, yeah. I used to be on. I think my mom would remember it. I'll have to ask her later. I'm pretty sure she remembers it, though. It's pretty wholesome and also, like, kind of universal. Like, there's nothing about this that, like... Oh, yeah, totally agree. That, like, wouldn't be relatable even to them, like, as our parents when we're that young, for them to go back and think about what they were doing on the playground when they were in school. I imagine it's pretty Yeah, I'm 32 watching it now, you know, and, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, kid, man. And I imagine being a kid was tough, you know. Yeah, um, like I, there's an episode that was basically Pokemon cards, but I, they, I don't know, they were called some other thing. Um, I was remembering that episode while I was watching this episode, um, and I was like, oh yeah, that did fucking ruin schools. Like when those yeah. games came out, and I'm sure there's there's card games today that are ruining schools. There's always oh, cool. a trend of that at every school. 
Pokemon cards were banned at my elementary school. Yeah, Sounds exactly. Right. Yeah, so were Beanie Babies. Beanie Oof. Babies got banned. What? Too distracting. Because we would like... That's so funny. Yeah, bring them, put them on the desk and play with them instead of listening to the teacher, so... Yeah. Yeah. What was your uh, what was your favorite Beanie Baby? Do you remember? Oh, it was one of the cats. It was like the Siamese cat, but I can't remember its name. I don't remember. Or I, the flamingo. Do you know? Oh, I remember the flamingo. I remember the flamingo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin, do you have a favorite? Was I, it the Princess Diana one? I have that one. Um, but no, you have the princess Diana one. Get out of here, dude. I do. It's sitting in the fucking basement collecting dust with all the other bears. Isn't that like the expensive one? Well, that's what they said. That's why we have them all. Uh, and you can go on eBay and people are trying to sell these bears for like $5 million. Oh, Um, but like, if you look at what's actually sold, they sell for like, even the princess die one only ever sells for $10. Ten dollars, the value. I'm sorry, Google says ten thousand, Justin. So you better get on it. Well, we should get on it, I guess. I love that your cat is uh, investigating. I know he um, loves Zoom calls. He loves it. It's funny. Yeah. Is that Jasper or Earl? This is Earl. What up, Earl? <laughs> oh, those are good cat names. I like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, we had all of theirs. I but my first, my first Beanie Baby was my favorite Beanie Baby was the uh, Blue Elephant oh. Peanut. I think it was called. Oh my god, that's so funny! It was one of the first generations. I had one of the like the firsts. Just I'm gonna put it out there. I had a lot of the first generation. They're in a box. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I had them. I just want to be. Do I had a lot of cool Pokemon. The, the tag protectors on the Beanie Babies too. Yeah, I did start to do that. You had to do that. Then you had to start putting them in the fucking glass cases, you know, or the, oh, the plastic cases. Cases. Look, if. You know what we probably gave more money to as like preteens, me and my brother, rather than anything we actually collected, we probably spent more money on actual like things to put our collectibles into, whether that was. Oh, yeah, that's big. That's huge. That's such a crazy market that exists. Like, you see these shoes behind me? You think I'm not going to put them in the cases? No, I'm not going to just let them be in regular shoe boxes. I'm going to put them in fancy boxes, you know, plastic. It looks beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. That's why I said it. It's fishing. (laughs) I just want to talk about my shoes, really. That's what it comes down to. Listen, John has shoes. Um, I had Beanie Babies. We get it. Yeah, it's big. Um, yeah, so so what was this episode that you picked, Kirsten? It's, yes. it's very appropriate given the web. So appropriate. Yeah, honestly, um, that episode really has stuck with me through the years because, you know, I think about it on a hot day. I think even, Justin, when you and Elise came to visit me and Northampton, I think we were walking around and we referenced this episode. Yes, because we were probably hot, and I think you and I were on the same wavelength where it's like, yeah, we just got to think cool. We just got to think like we're in the Alps. And we're jumping the gun on on, on what this episode was. But um, Elise, she doesn't remember this episode, or I don't know, but I was really glad that you picked it because I got to watch it with her and be like, Next time you say you're hot, Elise, this is what you need to think about. You need to put yourself in a cool place. <laughs> I can't believe, wait, did she not remember it? Or No, she she had no recollection of this. That's why it's like such a, it's so, because I reference it, not just with you at that one time. I've referenced it many times as, so real quick, we, we're getting ahead of ourselves. What is this episode? So this episode is basically, like, do you want me to go, how detailed do you want me to go? Right there, as, as detailed as you want to be. 
Okay, so basically... I like, Justin was going to say very detailed. Like, very detailed. listen, the episode was about 12 minutes long. Your description better be 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so basically, like we said, the episode starts with the kids in the classroom. And we can all relate to this. The, the hot day in the buildings that didn't have AC. And, you know, you see that metal fan blowing around. And, you know, the metal fan breaks. And everyone's just dying of heat. And Miss Grokey tells everyone they got to think cool, got to think of a place in their mind that's cool. Visualize. Like, visualize, yeah. No one's really getting it. They're like, oh, what about the sun? And she's like, no. Oh, she says, think of a place that's far away. And then. Oh, yeah. And then some kid says the sun. And they, she says, no. Yeah, what a dumbass, huh? Yeah, I know. Think of that a place was... far away that's... It's very funny. Yeah, the sun. I know, right? Yeah, that's so funny. And then the second thing somebody says in the classroom is Death Valley. Death Valley, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, so then the buzzer rings, and it seems like the only one who gets it is Gus. He doesn't say much. He just says... Oh, you know, like, thanks, Miss Grokey. I hear you, or something of that nature. Yeah. You know, and so the kids are just sweating. I remember, like, in the beginning of the episode, they're looking for shade. All the shady spots are taken. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of that Hey Arnold episode in the heat wave. The heat yeah. wave so that's, that's the cartoon I think of when it's hot out. Yeah. Is that. That's yeah. another one that comes to mind as well, actually. Because... Arnold and Gerald, they go to the city pool and they right. want to go in the pool and there's literally not a, a space for anyone. They, it is right. like the so jam-packed. Yeah. Crazy to think about now in today's times, but jam-packed. Right. And Arnold's about to like lose his fucking mind. Like, come on, man, let me in. And, um, you know, it doesn't happen. And like, that is how packed they all are in these various shady spots. All the kids on the playground, even like the um, the weasel kid, he's not even like, tattling on anyone because he's just oh like, yeah randall he's like too hot to tell on people <laughs> yeah it's so funny yeah oh boy yeah he just kind of like melts down in the grass um so yeah then who is it i think is it mikey sees the water fountain they see that there's no line at the water fountain um then he realizes that the water fountain is broken then another like character comes. He's like the, even more like con artisty than TJ is. He's like uh, he's like the kind of kid that has a trench coat that like oh I, I'm selling whatever you want. And watches just, or yeah, something. Like watches. Yeah, like watches. Butch. Yeah. yeah, he has like that shiny or I don't know if it was meant to be shiny, but it kind of looked like skunk hair, right? Do you remember? And he comes over. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, he's like a greaser kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, he's like, hey, there's this, you know, water. What was it like? A water faucet, water. It. They call it a reset oh. valve. A reset valve, which is sort of scary. That like, that's so exposed to kids. Just anytime, it should just be like, turn on the sprinkler, because. Right. The reset yeah, why valve. They just say an old sprinkler. Yeah, because the idea of the reset valve for the plumbing to the school is just like, oh, you just have to turn it, and you're just gonna send water into the building. Seems like that could end up in some disastrous plumbing situations, but. Like yeah but whatever that's what they call it a, a water reset valve at the other yeah. end of the school yeah yeah or at the end of the playground exactly so then the whole episode is them trying to get to the reset valve and 
they're sweating, they're dying. Gus keeps trying to say something, he keeps getting cut off. Um, they try to make a plan for how to get across the playground. They try to set up a bathroom break. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're going to they're going to break with the Ashleys, but they catch them like um sunbathing I behind. I laugh out loud at the idea that everyone else, everyone else in this whole playground is like dying of heat Hot exhaustion. Yeah. The Ashleys are just like in their bathing suits sunbathing like right. behind their uh you know, their hideout made of tires, which has air conditioning inside. Um, so good. So 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 funny that they still like whatever that that's what they have it's so funny yeah and then they just they they go back into their their hideout but i just imagine those girls going to their hideout at the beginning of recess getting cooled off being like you know what this is a perfect day for a tan and then they're all just tanning because they were just in their perfectly chilled ac right all the other kids were inside the sweating hot building with broken fans and no ac so right and then, so then, like, from there, they're pretty close. They're pretty yeah. Or, oh, no, 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 no. Now's when, now's when Gus That's speaks when up. That's when Gus finally it? speaks up. That's when Gus speaks up, yeah. Yeah. And what yeah. happens? Gus finally gets a word in, and he talks about how he thinks of when he was in the Swiss Alps with his father, and they, it was, <laughs> yeah. like, this really big, he was in the middle of a ski lesson with his father, his father was, what, what position was he in the military? He's like a sergeant or a general, or he's he's like high up in the military. But this particular story had him as basically James Bond. Yeah, James Bond. <laughs> yeah, he like, was gonna shut down a villain. The he world gonna... currency crisis or something? What <laughs> yeah. were they calling yeah. it? They literally were like calling it that. They didn't even know what they were calling it. We were like, I'm gonna mess with the the world currency trade or something like that. Like. Yeah. 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 And so, oh, go on. Sorry. Oh, and so, you know, they're skiing. Gus is like, what about my ski lesson, dad? And he's like, we got to stop these villains. There's guys chasing them from behind. They're trying to go forward. Frogmen. Frogmen. That's frog right. They called it fucking frogmen. That's so ridiculous. What does that even mean, that term? I think it's just like. It's like a Navy SEAL type of like, uh, but like with with no face like no face to them so they're they're fully masked and you don't even know who they are they're like special agents oh okay yeah and he's like and his dad's like learn by doing son go and just like yeah, and they go they just take off they just take off he knows how to ski they yeah. stop they stop the villain and then yeah. but the next only thing you know the villain by getting ahead of the villain and by, right by just stopping and like the villain is just in front of them like and then they try to go around them. Did you notice? No. That? Then they cover him with snow. Simply, they, that is like how they imprison him is by covering him with a pile of snow. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't think we're supposed. But to that's take, like afterwards. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to take that whole. I think it's supposed to be very much a, a jokey scenario because the villain, at some point down his downward slope, while Gus and his dad are behind them, mm-hmm. to try to get him off his trail. He has oh, yes. two other skis ready to go on another hill, and he great. ejects himself out of his current skis, does some kind of flip in the air, and perfectly lands into his new skis, which, like, great bit. 
I, yeah, it is a. It was very funny to watch because it's so impossible that like ski boots do not work that way. And then, like he thinks he got away, he looks behind him. Oh, I'm gonna get away. And then you know, Gus and his dad are just there because America saved the day, which I had his own ball of worms there that I slapped at. A ball of worms? Is that like a can of worms? Can of worms. But... Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> But and then so that turns out to be that's like Gus's cool place, like his happy place or the place that he goes to to try to be cool. Right. Yes. And so as he's telling them the story, they're still walking. And by the time he's done with the story, they get to the reset water valve, water right. reset valve. <laughs> and um, they can't believe that they have made it. And they realized they were cooled off by listening to Gus's story and not thinking about how hot it was. So Gus saves the day. Gus saves the day. He does the honors and he turns on the sprinklers. And they're all happy and cooled off. Yeah. Yeah, they have a party. They have a party when they're all just running around in the sprinklers. It's It's a beautiful moment. It is. And it's really funny that, like, the journey they go on, they make it seem like they're going through the desert, that they, they need to plan a break, they need to plan a stop. Right, right. They, like, they also they, saw mirages. I they saw mirages. Yes. Yes. yes, they did. They And they needed a map of the school to know how far the, like where they were, basically the water fountain, when they're told about this, is against the school to like the grassy area where this faucet is, which like, it's just at the end of the blacktop that they play on every single day and like make this journey every single day. But the idea of the heat being so crippling that like right. they can only move at a snail's pace. And um, <laughs> it just was like very entertaining. Cause like, it's true. That's how it feels when you're like a kid and it's hot. You just like, yeah. And it's hot as hell out right now. Yeah. Yeah. This, I, I think like that all the time. You got to think cool. Got to visualize that. I learned that from this episode. And I apply it to my everyday life to this day. That's why I don't need air conditioning. Like I don't have air conditioning. Wow! It's and you do you? Yes, yeah, because of Gus. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I made that sound like I'm like a hero, but uh, I do have it at night in our bedroom for sleeping. <laughs> oh, so that's very different. That is because I actually I can't, I can't sleep at that point. That's the only time you actually really do need it. Yeah, but like during the day, sitting at my computer. It's fine, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, you like to you like to be all like like nice and warmed up for work, anyway. You know, gotta be loose. You know, gotta be. Yeah, you gotta stay loose. Ready. Yeah. Kirsten though, I mean, Kirsten stands all day at work. That's like even yeah. in an air conditioning place, that's a lot. Yeah. Fourteen hour days. Fourteen hour days. No, I think the longest is just twelve. I don't think that's can... still so long. It's still pretty long. Uh, yeah, I guess. If, well, okay. So I have driven an hour somewhere, worked for 12 hours and driven home. Yes. So that does count as a 14 hour day. Pretty much. <laughs> John, when you are directing, do you get to sit in a yeah. director chair or are you like standing and walking the whole time? But do you have like a stereotypical director chair that you get to sit in? Uh, they, they have them. I don't, uh, they ask me if I want them set up or, or like sometimes and I say, no, thanks. I pretty much stand up the whole time. Yeah. So you stand up and walk around. And then you have a long day. I don't want to sit in that chair. Yeah. The kids sit in the, the kids will sit in the chair. Honestly, that's the like, cause they get a kick out of it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kirsten, what do you do for work? 
So I'm a pharmacist at CVS. So, and that's on your feet the whole time? Yes. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And why such the long shifts? Is that just like the demand The demand of the job? Is that a relatively normal thing? Oh, yeah, that's a, it's a normal yeah. thing. Um, I cover all different shifts because they actually float around to different stores in West. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But in general, like if, if Kirsten like worked at a store, I don't know if they still do this, but this is what they did at the CPS I worked at when I was in the pharmacy. But the idea is the pharmacist will do only like three or four 12 hour shifts in a week. And then they end up with like three days off. Like, gotcha. And, oh, yeah. and it's like all like you'll do Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, and like sure. maybe Sunday morning or something. And like, yeah. and then somebody else has the same like other day. It's, those are your 40 hours. Those are your 40 hours. Split hours differently. Right. It's, it's a yeah. balance. Like, for instance, I worked four hours this morning. Gotcha. So it's all different shifts, whatever they need, yeah. which I do really like the variety, actually. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. My job has a lot of variety to it, and it's something that I look forward to. Yeah. Um, but who cares about my job? Recess. <laughs> um, when was the last time you watched it? Uh, do you remember? Like... Well, okay, so recently I got Disney Plus. Gotcha. And I started watching it on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you started from the beginning? I did start from the beginning, and then Justin asked if I wanted to be on this podcast, and I'm like, ooh, recess. Um, and then so, he asked which episode. So had you seen this episode in your rewatch yet? No, no. Okay, so I watched, like, the first couple episodes on Disney Plus that started there. And then you asked me which episode I wanted to do. And then I kind of like looked through the seasons and I was like, well, I wanted to do this episode because I had it in my mind because of how hot it was. And I'm like, oh, gotcha. I got to be able to find this episode. It's got to be called something having to do with heat. And I found it. It was the coolest heat wave ever. Right. Yeah. And so are you going to continue watching the series or are you like, yeah. I find with Disney Plus, I like to get like two episodes, if that, through of these old shows, and I'm kind of like, I actually am good with this. Yeah, so I I need to wait and see because I have been like, it depends on my mood. I've also been watching like some episodes of That's So Weird and Even Stevens. Oh, nice. Those I are great shows. Stevens so much. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. I actually did enjoy Recess a lot. I feel like if I felt in the mood to watch it I would but I, I wouldn't binge watch Recess no no I um when you so I watched the second episode that came with this episode Me um too. yeah Monday. and then it kept going through the next episode sort of like while I was like kind of in and out of sleeping like right before I truly went to sleep and um it was kind of funny I was, they thought Miss Grokey was a spy for like Maklavia or some crazy like non-real nation um, when she was in fact just a magician, which was still funny. Oh, there you go. But yeah, I was, um, this show like is pretty good. Like it's still like, I really, out of all the shows, like I don't, I I liked it. And then it turns out there's like four movies I was seeing when I was yeah, like searching. Yeah, a lot of movies. And I was like, yeah. I don't remember any of those growing up. So that sort of leads its way to, like, you know, the question of the evening. Uh, Kirsten, do you think do you think Recess holds up? I think it does hold up because as an adult, I was still entertained by it. And there are things that I picked up that I wouldn't necessarily have picked up 
Nerd. Yeah, I think it like it does really toe the line on that sort of like humor for adults sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of little background jokes that happen relatively quickly that you can imagine a kid just sort of bypassing, but someone who's a little bit more mature like sees it a little bit differently. And I definitely noticed a lot more of that than when I was a kid. Because I think as a kid, I just watched this very mind mindlessly, you know, especially a Saturday morning, groggy, you know, eating cereal, maybe, maybe looking at the back of the cereal box, not really paying it, but, you know, so like a lot more, a lot more to it than I initially gave it credit. You know, when I was putting it on, I thought this was a show that I liked, but I think I got a little bit more out of it than I uh, expected. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I definitely thought it yeah. uh, held up. Uh, so we all watched the next one without going too deep into the into the storyline. We all watched the Monday, the Troubled Kid episode. I, like, kept it on. I didn't really uh, pay attention to it Yo, much. The these kids, these bully kids, who have, like, never really been in the show before, they, like, yeah. really make these kids, like, fucked up kids. Like, yeah. I was kind of, like... I was like, they're really, really bad. Like, this wouldn't fly. Like, I feel like they wouldn't even show this degree of bullying no. in cartoons nowadays. Because and like, time, they know? have they have them portrayed like absolute drug addicts in like, in a way. Oh that, yeah, the sleepy kid like was is like super stoned. Yeah, and it's like I was thinking that same thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, this is fourth grade. Like, I, like, yeah. I, I don't think that's. At least at this school, I don't know. I don't think this is like how this would go with these kids. Like, and if if so, it's really sad, and I don't like that they're turning them into bad kids. I don't like that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, one of them was using baseball bats, but I guess you're right. You know, there's a lesson to be learned. Don't be a bully. I also, but I did like at the end how you know the kid decided he wanted to try being nice because he did like it. Got an invitation. He got yes, he finally got an invitation, yeah. which is sad in its own it way. It is sad. It is like, very sad to think about. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, nice sad subject to take us to our break, isn't that right? Yeah, we gotta, we're gonna, cut, and then we're gonna slam our way back into when we come back. Yeah, we're gonna snap into something. That's right. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Do you like to eat healthy? Do you care what goes in your body? But do you still like to eat meat? Get Butcher Box. This is organic. Grass-fed, grass-finished meat, it's the way to go. If you still like to eat protein but you're not into mass farming, butcherbox.com. Use the code H-O-L-D-U-P. Get a discount plus some free goodies. Also works at smoothiebox.com. Very organic uh, smoothies. You can get college, you know, grass-fed, grass-finished collagen in there. Again, same code, H-O-L-D-U-P. Wow, I couldn't even. Justin, you just nailed that. Yeah, I just I just wanted to do a quick a quick one. That I'm using that. Okay, great. Good. <laughs> Good. All right, hey, we're back after the break and just before we went to our break, um Justin said something we're going to slap into and then I said something that we're going to snap into and so we took our little break but then Justin and I we got into a huge fight and we were yelling at each other for 15 20 minutes. And now we 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 apologize to Kirsten Kirsten, we're so sorry for getting into this heated debate, but it turns out it is not slap into a Slim Jim like Justin thought, but it is snap into a Slim Jim. Justin, how do you feel? I thought it was slim. I, I, I can, in my, oh, slam. I I'm can, sorry. in my head, Randy Savage is going, slip into a Slim Jim. It's snap into because it snaps. I mean, like jerky. I mean, I, I, what you're saying makes sense. I am looking at 
Slim Jim official art with Randy Savage that says snap into a Slim Jim on it with while he's holding TNT Slim Jims. I'm um you- I'm gonna share my screen. Justin, did you eat many Slim Jims? Oh time? I don't know. I just watched this commercial and I'm thinking he says slam. I think he says slam in the commercial. Okay, well, um, I'm pretty sure it's Snap. I'm Googling it, and I see a bunch of different things. Maybe it's both. Yeah, well, audience, uh, let us know what you think it is. Um, but anyway, I'm so, we, I was very distracted by trying to look that up. Um, so, yeah, Kirsten, what do we have here? So, okay, I got particularly the snack size. It's all the same, really, but this is... It's all the same. The snack size, it's just the original Slim Jim. Like, original uh, girth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They have the Monster Slim Jims now, but this... Right there. The basic. But this is like the regular... It's like the, it's like the diameter of a pencil. A pen or a pencil, basically. Yes. It's kind of like a jerky, right? For anyone that doesn't know. Kind of like a pen-sized, long jerky stick. Yeah, and they call it a smoked snack stick, and it's made with beef, pork, and chicken because, you know, it's just a mix of a million things. Yeah, mechanically separated chicken, if you read There it is. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, I know. I didn't care about that much when I was little. But, yeah, so I used to eat these all the time. I remember my first Slim Jim. Do you guys remember your first Slim Jim? My first Slim Jim? No, but I like the I, I like that you do. Oh, this yeah. this podcast is probably my first one. <laughs> okay, so um, our friends, our neighbors, um, the mom, uh, Mrs. Finney, she worked at a video store at the time, and I remember we were going to stop at the video store and, and see her or something like that. I was with my neighbor friend, Heather. And they had like a box of these snack size Slim Jims, like in a one of those nicely like ripped open oh, yes. boxes. And I think they were like 25 cents a piece or like 50 cents a piece. And, you know, you can rent a VHS movie and get a Slim Jim. Um, and Heather was like, oh, do you want a Slim Jim? And I'm like, I've never had one before. Like, that sounds weird. I don't know if I'd like it. She was like, oh, just try it. I love them. And so I remember being very hesitant and I just like tore open the wrapper. I'm doing it now. I don't know if you can see Oh, perfect. No, that's great. Yeah. And so I I took like the littlest tiny bite. Um, I was like, oh, that kind of tastes like barbecue, like a barbecue sausage. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I was kind of afraid of it at first. And I was like, ooh, that's very flavorful. And I got into this like weird thing where like I would always want to get the little Slim Jim when we got a movie. And I would try to make the Slim Jim last for as long as possible because I loved the flavor so much. And then I realized that they made the really long Slim Jims. And I was like, whoa, that's awesome. And that was, you know, pretty much the start of my obsession with beef jerky as a child. The only one in my family that liked it. Um, Walmart had a lot of it growing up. I would get um, Slim Jim from Walmart. I would open it in the car. My sisters would complain. They'd be like, we have to roll down the windows. That beef jerky smells up the car. Um, 
Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I love it. Yep. That same exact thing. Not with Slim Jims, but what happened at my house with beef jerky. My mom would be like, oh, get out of here when you're eating beef jerky or like, you know, open a window mm-hmm. or something, you know? And it's like, I mean, it doesn't smell bad. It smells good. <laughs> jerky rules. Yeah. And sure, Slim Jim isn't like the best jerky by any means, but Justin, you've never had this before. No, I'm really enjoying it. I love jerky. So I, well, I, yeah. as a kid, I never liked beef jerky either. Oh. But I yeah. didn't like, I, I, I don't know, just was an idiot. So then um, now I eat a lot of jerky, like beef jerky. Mm-hmm. And I like to try other jerkies and stuff. But um, yeah. I've never had a Slim Jim because like, I don't know. I just kind of always associated them with like, not being good or something like i don't know like growing up no one i knew ever would try to have them or like oh you should get a slim gym like they just like nobody ever had them so i don't know i just like right. never thought it was something i should have i guess and i didn't know jerky enough to know i should try this along with other jerky but yeah. it's pretty good i mean it actually is pretty yeah pretty good it's good I mean, I think the real problem lays with, like, the amount of, like, preservatives and stuff and, and like, how it's processed. But other than that, I mean, I so I got this, like, four-pack, this, like, mini. Yeah. Um, same thing as you, Kirsten? Yeah, nice. So four sticks, 150 calories for four sticks. I mean, that's not that bad. There's yeah. – sure, it's not the best protein in the world. It's relatively low on carbs. It's got a good amount of sodium in it. And, you know, like was mentioned before, mechanically separated chicken. So it just brings apart, like – certain questions, you know, that you're like, okay, it's really processed. There's some things that aren't the easiest to pronounce also sort of at the bottom of this ingredients list, but it really isn't that bad. Sure. It's no top tier jerky, but it's not bad. Yeah. It's like, I get why, um, you'd want to get this at a gas station because like it's easy to separate and then just eat while you're driving. Unlike a bag of jerky, which is like kind of not as easy to like deal with while you're driving. I feel like getting a Slim Jim and a Red Bull at a gas station on a road trip Hell is yeah. now going to be a thing that I do. It's very That's rock and roll, baby. That's great. They have different flavors, too. Like, I remember being a fan of the nacho flavor in particular. Oh, I don't think I've ever had that one. Oh, I look for the nacho flavor when I'm at a gas station, like, for a road trip. It's really So do you, you still partake in some Slim Jim uh, snackage every once in a while? Yeah, from time to time. I say, like... Kind of like along the lines of what Justin was saying, I like any sort of jerky, so I feel like I've been going for the more, you know, natural sort of appearing brands. Um, but I have had Slim Jims over the years, just not as often as I did when I was younger. There's sort of been a jerky renaissance in the past 10 years. I think. A lot of new brands out there, more than just like your typical Jack Links or... Um, you know, that other one that's always on the shelves. But then there's like that new, there's Crave, you know, which is like a relatively new brand that you sort of see often. And there's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the sort of artisanal higher end, maybe stuff that you can get at farmer's markets or even people are like buying dehydrators and making their own. So I think it's interesting. I've tried all different kinds like venison jerky and bison jerky. And um, yeah, Epic is another pretty good brand of jerky. Um, oh, yeah. I see these jerkies all the time because, you know, working at CVS, sometimes I'm oh, sure. at the store. I'm like, I'm really hungry. I need something to eat for the drive home, and I'll grab a bag of that, the Crave jerky. That's really good. Yeah, Crave is good. Yeah. It is, and it's pretty filled. Like, as snacks go, it's, like, not terrible for you, especially, like, decent jerky. Yeah. And it fills you up more than, like, a bag of chips will. Sure. It is, um, it is a very good snack. 
when was the last time you had um a slim gym Slim gym, probably. Um, one of my trips with friends in the car. I'm trying to think. Probably like a camping trip last year. We all stopped at the gas station and got some stuff. I'm pretty sure I got Slim Jims then. Um, and like the nacho flavor, for sure. Yeah, you, because you, when I asked you to be on the show, you came back with your picks like very quickly. You had recess and Slim Jims. Like you knew that those were your childhood. So were, were, were you only eating Slim Jims when it was movie, like Friday night movie time that you'd go to the movie store and like get your movie? Or did you start to like get them like, oh, mom, can you put these in my lunch every day? Or like. My what? mom wouldn't let me have them every day because she said they were like bad for you. But um, yeah, I remember I would get a can of Slim Jims for like my birthday or Christmas. But it started with just the Friday, Saturday night movie rental thing. I would get my Slim Jim. And then I realized that they have it at checkout line, particularly at Walmart. Their checkout line used to have tons of different kinds of Slim Jims. Yeah. There's like 25 different ver- varieties of Slim Jims. That's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I too can sort of picture that Walmart end cap slash like checkout aisle that has like, the monster ones in the premium in the giant size. That's all the, the dare edition. There's freaking hot jalapeno, kind of hot chili pepper, <laughs> you know? So there's like all these different levels of, of flavoring barbecue and salsa and zesty garlic and Jamaican style jerk. I want to try more of these slim gin. I, uh, I saw a Tabasco. Um, yeah. At the store yesterday. I've had that one. That's probably the one I've had the second most is like the Tabasco one. That one I've seen a lot. Mild yeah. is nice. It's just like a basic meat, like a salami stick. It tastes like. Kirsten, we got to have you back for some sort of like beef jerky, Slim Jim taste-a-thon. You know, maybe we rank we rank a few different types of jerky or Slim Jims. I would absolutely love that. that oh, yeah, like me too. Try these fun flavors. Yeah. I feel um, like that would be so up my alley. Sort of tournament of champions of uh, different uh, dried cured meats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you, were you so I think one of the reasons I was actually turned off of Slim Jims growing up is I I was not a wrestling fan. So Macho Man Randy Savage yelling at me on the TV didn't do it for me. Wow. Um what is but like I, I those commercials are obviously ingrained in me that like yeah, I know Macho Man Randy Savage. He to me is forever associated with Slim Jims. Like there is no other like that is such a locked in connection that they've created. Yeah. Um, what did you think of those ads, Kirsten? Do you, do you feel like they worked for you or like, you don't even know? I don't even remember the ads very much. Maybe wow. like vaguely for me, it was just, I tried it and I loved it. So like, I mean, the marketing definitely would not have appealed to me. It was very like extreme and a lot of flames. You can see on the package that there are flames and stuff. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, a wrestler from the WWF, uh, he's no longer with us. He actually died on the same day as one of their one of the Slim Jim factory explosions, which is like a really bad explosion at one of the Slim Jim factories. Same day that he passed away. Oh. But the the uh, ads were very intense. They were very like '90s, early 2000s wrestling themed, and so like Macho Man Randy Savage, he kind of like yelled and he like talked like this. He was Slim Jim. Yeah, there Justin went there. So that's what he does. 
and it's um, definitely Snap into a Slim Jim. I'm 100% positive it is Snap. I looked it up. I have I have links to send you, so look at me with whatever. I've been doing research the whole time we've been talking, so go ahead. Um, that being said, <laughs> I really personally enjoyed this Slim Jim. I have one more left. I'm going to eat it right now, um, but I want to know, Kirsten, do you think... Do you think that they hold up? I think they definitely hold up. It's like a good, I mean, it is processed. It's not something yeah. I would pick every day, but like, I think, you know, we nailed it. Justin nailed it when he said like, I think this is going to be a new like road trip gas station snack. And that's what I see it as like a quick, like, you know, kind of like a, a guilty pleasure, not too guilty of a pleasure. No. Right. Yeah. They are somewhat greasy. Like, I have had the healthier, like, snack sticks, you know, like the Trader Joe's turkey, um, whatever kind of meat stick they have there. Um, the Slim Jim definitely has, like, sort of, like, a greasy residue that comes out. If you want me to, you know, fully get into this, yeah, it, it definitely comes out. Sometimes I feel like it sort of makes my face sweat a little bit from the heat. Sure. Maybe it's like the greasy feeling of the Slim Jim makes my skin feel oily. Maybe it just makes me feel gross. I don't know. Do you guys get that when you eat it? No. So it's definitely super greasy because I won't even I won't even touch it if I don't have to. I'll just eat it right out of the wrapper. I do think it's too greasy like that. Um, it is it is like almost um, it's a type of spicy that is almost like immediately heartburn inducing, which is like a little bit. Um, concerning if you really think about it you know what I mean like I don't I I eat kind of like I like spicy foods I eat spicy foods pretty often I had like spicy food for dinner didn't really bother me that much but this like you know second Slim Jim stick and all of a sudden I'm like okay there maybe a Slim Jim doesn't deserve all of the credit that we're giving them even though it really is a really good solid snack you know you mentioned like the Trader Joe's ones those are so like so less greasy and like turkey sausage or something it seems a lot nicer yeah like you don't have to feel guilty about it right see yeah. that's that's a great i i do feel guilty i do feel that like man i just sure. ate that whole stick and to your point it was 130 calories for the big i had the big stick it was 130 calories for just the big stick so it's like that's not that bad yeah but not bad there is something about like uh i just ate that whole slim jim so i'm gonna keep to the um to gas station road trips where I'm going to like enjoy eating it with a sure. bowl and like, that's it. I Not every day, but not every day. Um, I do also want to know, I just remembered this. Uh, I think once or twice, maybe three times I made beef, uh, ramen noodle soup, the instant ramen. And I cut up slim Jim's when I was younger. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty, I like that. pretty tasty, but yeah, I actually remember feeling guilty as a child, like eating it because I <laughs> did know that it was like super greasy, but it tasted good. It was really spicy. I bet that's, that's awesome. Cause like, yeah, that that's awesome. such a great way to give like a little bit of like meat to meat quote, uh, sure. to ramen protein soup. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's all yeah. I added. I was just a kid, you know, it's not like I added, you know, vegetables or anything like that or any seasoning or anything like that no of course not no. slim jim and ramen and the packet of salty flavoring yeah it's probably there's yeah. probably some of that in the slim jim already 
hundred percent. There's definitely a Venn diagram crossover of Slim Jim and ramen packet ingredients, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, well, that's pretty good, though. I, 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 I don't know. I'm kind of inspired by that. I, uh, I might just try to make something. That can be part of our taste test when yeah. Kirsten comes back. Yeah. Which, which of so we'll rank all of the jerky slash Slim Jim slash snack sticks or whatever, and then the winner will be the one that we pair with our uh, top ramen. Yes. Sounds great. Yeah. Perfect. It's so funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, cool. Well, hell yeah, Kirsten. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Welcome. Kirsten. Thanks for um, having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a couple plugs real quick and then we'll give you the floor. Um, so be sure to check out the holdup on all social media at the holdup podcast and on Twitter at the holdup cast. We have a Patreon that you can sign up for and, uh, leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen right. and, uh, or give us a call. What's our number? John? Yeah. Four, four Oh one, two, three, six, five, one, seven, zero. You can leave us a voicemail and tell us, um, maybe what your favorite flavor jerkies are, or you can call in and tell Justin that, Macho Man Randy Savage 100% said snap with an N into a, a Slim Jim. Um, that's fine, Justin. Continue to roll your eyes at me. The floor is Kirsten's to say. Uh, Kirsten, you know, if you want to sort of plug anything or let the world know about anything, um, the time is yours. Thank you so much. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to thank you guys for having me. I want to remind everyone to stay cool. I know everyone's outside because that's all we can really do right now for fun. Stay cool. Think of Gus. Think of what the episode yes. taught us, the lessons we've carried with us through these years, and uh, nap into a Slim Jim. Hell yeah. So, thank you, Kirsten. Thank you, Kirsten. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. It's very challenging work. 